Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. This podcast episode is sponsored by Shopify Queen, Sarah Gensel of Gensel & Co. Do you currently have a Shopify site selling products or services that aren't performing as well as you're hoping? Or do you have a product or service you'd love to sell, but you have no idea where to start? Well, my girl, Sarah Gensel, the Shopify queen, is a person to talk to. She is amazing and brilliant at branding and is currently helping me completely revamp my website on Shopify to showcase my new brand and selling my products. So if this sounds like something you've been looking for, please reach out to her on IG at Sarah Gensel, that's J-A-N-S-E-L. Leave her the code Sylvie, that's S-Y-L-V-I-E, and she will add you to her free Shopify Facebook group where she coaches weekly on Shopify strategies and has tons of content to help you in your Shopify journey to building your online business. So don't forget, DM her on Instagram at Sarah Gensel, J-A-N-S-E-L, and leave her the code Sylvie. She'll reach out and add you to her community. Thank you very much and have an amazing day and enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle, All Things Cycling Podcast with your host Sylvie Dow here sitting in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And I have two amazing ladies. We have Carla Williams and Jamie Lee Wright, who are in the UK. Now, I tell you guys, I have been waiting for this podcast interview for a long time. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this is all around Swift, Swift racing, women's Swift um, racing league. Is that is that how you say it? The WT? Yeah. Um, and why is because I joined this year. I joined under Carla under the Aeonian team. And it was just like mind blowing about how organized these girls are. And the whole world around Swift uh, Women's Racing League is online. And that's why I bugged Carla (laughs) to ask if if she would come on and talk about it because I don't think there's anywhere where somebody is talking about this, about the details, about what goes on in the background of organizing. And I am really, really grateful that these girls came on and we are going to have a conversation about Swift Women's Race League. Because thank you so much, Carla and Jamie Lee. I'm really, I, you know, I, I'm re- I was really looking forward to this, really am. So welcome on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. 
All right. So um, <clears throat> what I always love to ask first is how you got into cycling and then from each one of you, how you got into cycling and then how you guys met and kind of how you decided that this was something you wanted to do online in Swift. So Jamie Lee, would you like to start? Sure, I can start my, my story. It was almost like an accident, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> There was an accident involved, actually. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I, I used to run. Um, I lived in I lived in Bermuda. Um, I used oh. to run a lot. It's very easy when the sun is shining and the sky is blue um, and the temperature isn't too bad. So, yeah, my life was a lot of running and um, I was ultra running. So I oh. got a bike to switch it up a little bit because the miles on my knees and my hips and everything was just a little bit much so I initially it was just to get a bike and try and get a bit of endurance that was a bit kinder on my body um so it just started out as a hobby on the road to begin with um and I found that I actually really quite enjoyed it entered a few <laughs> I entered a local <laughs> competition um because I thought you could rock up you know how in a running race you can rock up to a 5k just turn up do it have a little jog oh, I yeah. tried doing that with in a cycling race mm -hmm. it doesn't mm -hmm. really work that way mm -hmm. <laughs> no but the girls were super lovely and sort of let me tag mm -hmm. along in the back and they guided me so it was absolutely fine but from there I ended up joining like a a few friends and would cycle a little bit more um the actual Zwifting side of it came a little, only about six months later, I heard of Zwift Academy. Um, oh. So I borrowed a trainer. Uh, I mm. I quite, at that point in time, I was I started winning races within the first few months of riding. And I was like, oh, I, I like winning. This is great. I'm gonna, <laughs> I want to train a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. So I borrowed a trainer <clears throat> and I, I did the Zwift Academy. Um, and during that time, at the last week of the you know you have your workouts the last week I actually got hit by a car so that put an end to everything that put an end to the running that put an end to cycling so um from then during the recovery I was obviously a bit terrified of riding outside I got involved in Zwift a bit more but I knew nothing about it I absolutely nothing um besides the Zwift Academy few like workouts and group rides I'd done I didn't know anything but through the forums I was introduced to a uh, team which Carla happened to be on uh -huh. so the story then goes into how I know Carla but I'll let Carla introduce herself and how she got into cycling first so before <laughs> Jamie are you still in Bermuda no we moved uh, we moved actually to the UK about 18 months ago oh okay yeah okay, um, my partner got a job here and I reluctantly said goodbye to this Beautiful, beautiful weather. Hello to the grey skies. Although we've got a gorgeous day today, but um, yeah, now we're in the UK now, so been here for the last eighteen months. Perfect. And then you're like, yay! I can be closer to Carla. Yes. Yeah. And we've met up, and we have intentions of meeting up more. It's life sometimes happens and mm -hmm. stops that, yeah. so it's not been as frequent, but um, it's definitely, definitely on the agenda. We're not that far away from each other either. No, we're not. We're only an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not, not too far. So, no. Carla, how did you get into cycling? Yeah. Um, no, wow, like Jamie. I just, um, 
I really liked a certain cycling. Um, before I got pregnant with my child, um, just for a little bit, when I used to go out for the countryside with my husband. Um, and then um, as I gave birth to my child, and three months later, I started cycling as a way to recover because I had a cesarean mm -hmm. section. So mm -hmm. I had to build the muscles that were cut and everything. It was so painful. So it was not a nice way to have a break, a me time, um, which I think is very important for new, you know, new parents. Mm -hmm. Mum is so overwhelming. That it's just nice. I was very lucky to to get encouraged by my husband to used to go for an hour's ride mm -hmm. every other day and you know um, get some time to think. And it's cycling is so good for you men for you mentally. Um, mm -hmm. So I started cycling from there. I got involved in this group of ladies. Um, they were organizing rides on the weekends. They were called the breeze rides. Um, hmm. Then it, then it started progressing more. Um, I joined my um, local cycling club. Um, and then, um, then I was introduced. Somebody mentioned about Swift and I thought, oh, you know, I think that would be a very nice thing to try. So I got a, a tra trainer um, and um, I started swifting probably six years ago. Um, wow. That was, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, I really got hooked by the um, feeling of the community, the, mm. um, the swift community, the women's community is really, really, really good. Um, you feel very um, encouraged and supported. Um, so from then I joined a team, a couple of teams, just to get my feel and my fits in. And then that's when I met uh, Jamie in one of the teams that we were in the, together. Um, and then um, it clicked. <laughs> it clicked. <laughs> we just have a, a good relationship. Uh, we, um, we pretty much have the same sort of um, views on what we like into, you know, in, in a team. Um, mm -hmm. um, but then I'll, I'll let Jamie to continue. How so, we so you girls, so you girls met in on a Swift team, mm -hmm. and then you decided to create your own team, like out of all of your knowledge, of kind of, yeah, essentially, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we we became very good friends um, during the time that we raced together. Um, well, we didn't exactly. Carla was like, she looked after me, essentially, <laughs> basically. And that, you know, the more time you spend with someone, you, you form this friendship. So we're friends and, you know, that, that you start chatting about things more than just swifting. You start chatting about, you know, life and what you want to do and where the mm -hmm. team's going and, and all that kind of stuff. So she, she was, um, she also helped me because when I had the accident, I wasn't, I wasn't a, particularly happy I couldn't like move like I had a back injury a neck injury um mm. and I was supposed to be going to island games in, in a few months after that so I was a bit upset and desperately trying to get my fitness back and you know Carlo is a, you know, that those words of wisdom and sort of calming influence and and um sort of was about maybe so we've been on the team together maybe a year when Not maybe two but when we started sort of um with the the first round of the premiere covid um, when covid hit we okay. our team our team was invited the pre the team before aeonium were invited yeah, yeah. to um these 
I can't remember what they were called, but premier the, races, the first invitational round, races. Yeah, the mm -hmm. invitational, okay. the first round of invitationals. Um, and we raced the pros at the beginning of COVID. And Carla um, managed us essentially. She, and there was a select few from each of the teams who would race the, the elite riders. And, you know, from that experience, you, you, you get to race these pros and you almost feel like a pro you're being managed Carla's managing us and <laughs> um you know you feel like these like many pros and we're like well we kind of want to create that space for everyone not just the you know your top best at that point in time who mm -hmm. are able to compete with the elites we want to make that available to everybody we want everybody to have that level of um racing in their own sort of category space. Yeah. space exactly and it not be a case of you know only the best of can ride against the elites you can everybody can have their own um you know you're racing against yourself and people in your in your group so it, it category wanted to, exactly wanted to create that feel for for everybody mm -hmm. um and that's kind of where the discussions of aeonian sort of came in to play because there wasn't really that around it was either your a groups and then you had your socials so even um, though okay. even though the teams had multiple categories the focus you either raced higher or you were more of a social group and i, I feel mm -hmm. like the i the first vision i mean it, it's grown it evolved over time but the very very first vision was to to basically create that space for everybody um, and have that sort of support and structure to allow just people to, be to a, grow just, just to be a racing team a full racing team but i don't think there are many um on Swift there definitely there. weren't in there at that point in time yeah because you could have like a hundred or so women on a team and you've only got 20 actually racing so you don't actually know right. each other too well you you don't know it's more difficult to understand and i think part of what makes aeonian so great is the fact that we have our categories and they're at a level where we everybody knows everybody and their strengths and their weaknesses and you can nurture mm -hmm. that you can understand um and you can race with that rather than having a group of people where you don't really know where they're at right um, and they all just come together race and then mm -hmm. kind of leave yeah so so that's where you guys uh you ladies put together you start bringing more people in and then building up the C, like the D, C, B, like the A, B, C, D categories. Because I noticed like within those categories, you kind of have categories, right? Because you have you have racing levels, like you have like the higher, well, maybe not in D, but I think like in C and B, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of what I noticed like for me this year. But is that so that's how you kind of you started did you start recruiting or did you just have friends you you okay so let's go back to how you started <laughs> and decided because i'm just like like i said i've got so many questions so how you decided to break from your team to create aeonian and you have to tell you have to talk about the name too because remember carla i'm like how do you say this <laughs> how do you pronounce it so it was a big decision to actually break, to be honest. I think we might have lost right. Carla for a second. Um, yeah. Because, 
you know you're in a team it's working it's mm-hmm. working there was absolutely nothing wrong with where, where we were it's just we wanted to create a bit more um and have a bit more um ownership I suppose yeah so did you is it because that particularly team didn't want to grow that you decided that it was time to kind of like break off and and create your own I think I mean Carla you were more involved than I was but I from my from where I was the team was already established with a a lot of people a lot of riders and their management groups so they have their own vision Mm -hmm. so trying to steer them in a different way wouldn't have really been fair um to what they've created and what they were already working towards so we we felt I Carla please jump in that it would be best for us to to do our own thing and so and so Carla's like visionary and I'm kind of more support I think (laughs) we we think similarly we want the similar things um yeah I think together we're I think we'd really wanted um a full racing team and have people supported um with with racing in every single category so I think for that point we felt that our views were evolving and and we wanted to move on to create a new environment for women Uh, especially because there are not many uh, women's team uh, fully women's team on on Swift so we thought that was the best um the best the best way to go um and and it was it was great. I mean, at the beginning, it was very uh, scary because um, there was five of us, was there? Yeah, personally, um, I was on this team for over two years, and uh, and I was involved in the management. And I really, I I, I love those girls. I mean, I, I, that team will always have a big part of my heart, and make me discover um, the the skills and the the new passions that I discovered through Swift and cycling and um, it was just great but I think um, we just you know continue evolving and, and we you know we wanted to move on uh, but it was lovely I was the race director there and um, with my knowledge and Jamie's knowledge <laughs> so we just put our heads together and we created Aeonian which was um, it's really good it's been very good so how did you come up with the name? Because I was I, like, how do you pronounce that? I'm like, what? It, and I'm yeah, not sure it was, Nathan and it took Nathan and Dave a little while to get that right. Yeah. At <laughs> the beginning, it was on, onion. No. <laughs> yeah, it was an onion in there. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so what's the, the what's the meaning behind the name? The name... Um, the meaning we have, we, we wanted to find a name that was strange, of course. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Um, something that it means, you know, um, long lasting. The something oh. that you, you stay, you know, for a long time, and then you um, unity. And for some reason, I think I don't know if it was me, Jamie, or was somebody else. No, it but, was you, uh, because it was. Uh, you. I just, I just. Um, it also means slow and mighty. Yeah, it's got many, many, many. Uh, but the overriding is is infinity. It's this whole universe of coming together. 
Yeah. Oh. Like, I don't like universe sort like of a stuff, cult. So. <laughs> a cult, yeah. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Google is amazing. So I just found the name and I really liked it. I like the I like the um the short AO. Mm. I like the, the look of it, you know, the AEO is this yeah. Um, yeah that definitely came into it because we were thinking in the future like if we did end up registering it as an actual company um to do we you know we've we're starting to move into we've got we've got our kits and hats and stuff if down the line we wanted to do that it the name isn't being used it's it's a it's um, trademarked like you could trademark it we could um yeah. so that also came into it and we're like it looks good we can yeah yep yeah, yeah <laughs> sounds good looks good it means the right thing so mm. yeah that started okay. from that all right so you built the so you you got the name you've got five of you and <clears throat> and obviously i see how the management came in part because you were already working in the management part of swift and the team with the previous um mm -hmm. group you were working with so that kind of makes sense because let's just talk about um, growing that team and the amount of management that, <laughs> that goes with it, like even to like to join, because I was surprised um, I had to apply. And I, I assumed that maybe that didn't start right away. But once you start getting more women interested, you really need to, to figure out like, are they good a, a good fit for the team, right? Yeah, I mean, we started out, um, we got put our heads together and we, we kind of essentially made up an Aeonian race team Bible, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So it, I mean, I do business, that's what I do. So kind of, we put our heads together and we, we drafted this document of, okay, how, who's gonna do what? So we had, Luck, you know, our first five people were, it was just brilliant in terms of the skills that we're able to bring and put together because we had Carla's knowledge of how do we get on Zwift? How do we get our events up? How do we do, you know, the registering of people? Um, we had someone who was able to build a website for us. Um, through the, the couple of years that we'd been on Zwift, we knew that, okay, well, we want to know that our people are right we want so we've got an ethos essentially so okay how how do we then make sure that we get the right people with the right ethos to join us so having those sort of mission statement i suppose people are either going to be inclined to to want to join or, or not because we're you know we want to establish this culture of supporting and learning and development now if you're just mm -hmm. in it just to race once a, once a year it's, it's not the right place or just be there mm -hmm. for, for the social side of it we tried to put that <clears> out <throat> there straight away um and then by having those applications which i guess no they weren't there for the first few weeks but they they've been there from the very <laughs> beginning yeah. because um it's just our way of gathering the data because integrity and making sure mm -hmm. that there's transparency yeah if we get it all up front you know it, it just makes everything a lot easier to manage I suppose yeah yeah that's why when you joined Sylvia I said okay you need to read the read this document and I know happy, I was like if you're happy you can start you can uh, fill the form and <laughs> also uh, um what Jamie said is 100% true I mean 
integrity and transparency is one of the main things we want to raise you know fairly fairly um, yeah um so by us asking um your equipment we are making sure that you know um just to know what what equipment that you have and to let you know if there are any firmware updates are coming um you need to do them and uh, if any discrepancies were erased then we can just uh, you know we, we know what equipment you have and and um and go go with it um but yeah it's very it was very important for us to know um uh, equipment um and that the people that joined shared the same ethos as ourselves yeah because um yeah i was surprised at the the process to to uh to join and but it also made me realize how serious this was not that it was serious but i'm like i'm joining a real organization and that's how it felt and so it it made me want to um you know be a good teammate and also race hard for the team and you know it it just gave me a sense of belonging too when i went through that whole process um I, it was not something that i expected i had no clue what to expect like just joining under a race team because there's there's quite a few out there right they're always looking for people and um like you said you're the only only woman's well not the only only woman's team but they um inclusively women um like you're not mixed and um and so yeah and then you kept on like you know like yeah i mean i think there's like 90 women on the team now I think no, seventy eight. Seventy. Okay. 78? So I th yeah, another we're like up and down. <laughs> you're no. like no. Oh. We 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 um. One of the main things for us is we don't want to get that big, because I think it's very important to to give your time. Uh, to you yeah. know, if it, if it gets too big, then you lose that sort of sense of family and knowing people. Mm -hmm. Um. So we um. No, we just be probably going to stay around the eighties tops, eighty a little bit more, maybe eighty plus, and that's that's it, pretty much it. And going back to um to your question, um, how, I mean about the process of joining the team, there is not that we um anyone can join our team, anyone mm -hmm. as long. I think the main thing for me is the ethos, and it's important that they that they want to be part of and they want to have fun. I think that's the main yeah. thing for us. If you want to have fun and want to, you know, learn and that's the main the main thing for us. Um, yep. There's not a hard, fast. I didn't get that. Did you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alexis, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> There's oh, definitely. It's, <laughs> it's okay, I'll repeat for you. <laughs> Um, no, there's definitely not a, a number where we said we're not going above X. It's just a case of as and when, how is the team functioning? Is that person right? And, you know, if everybody on the team is is in agreement, because that's the other thing we try and make it inclusive. Um, and if everyone's in agreement with having that extra member, then the extra member can join. But essentially, you asked earlier, like, how did we grow? Did we, did we recruit? We haven't really actively recruited. 
um, I think we're very fortunate with our timing of launch, September um, 21. We... No, 20. Was, was it 20? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh my gosh, we're 22 now, aren't we? I know, yeah. yeah <laughs> my <on>. days. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so September 2020 um, was just before, it was literally the week before um, the first Swift Racing League, I think. Yeah. Um, so we had our, we had, was there four of us in the A team? Mm -hmm. four of us on the A team um we had a couple of B's and we had a couple of C's um at the beginning first week and we on across all of our categories um we were doing quite well and luckily for us Nathan and Dave we've we've known them because we um put on uh we were part of Torda Rika earlier in the year so we we have an and being on Zwift the previously we had a bit of a relationship with Nathan and Dave and they mentioned us they spoke about us what we were doing what, mm -hmm. you know this new team called Aeonian they <laughs> say it that way it, it created a little bit of a stir so we mm -hmm. had that publicity without having to actually um, announce much at the beginning um, so that we kind of grew steadily throughout that season and I think we ended with good there is definitely 20 or 20 odd I think by Christmas yeah. we, we grew quite nice and steadily yeah. okay adding I think we won potentially won all of our mm. leagues did we that year I think we did I mean our main goal was um win it wasn't yeah uh, win the the A category so we get the chance to get our in-game kit yeah uh, because that was very important and we did for, and we did yeah, okay, so explain how that works because obviously I would not know that because I I join, I get my kit, it's in the it's in the garage and it's there, but what did you have to do to get the kit? Like does every team have to do this now? Uh, it, well, if you if you win your division, uh the A division on whichever part of the world you are, like we won the MA MA MA, MA um, yep, yep. the Europe one so that means that we were promoted to the premier division to race with the elite so that okay. consequently equals that you get your in-game kit you they will make it for you because nowadays it's very difficult and it takes a long time to request very long time um to request an in-game kit to be made by swift so oh, like like so like you're the race you kit yeah, yeah so the 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 kit you see on your avatar um yeah if you were to go back say five years you as a new women's team you probably would have got your zwift kit mm -hmm. fairly quickly now there are a lot of teams on zwift and that's a lot of time and maintenance by swift so essentially you have to be an established team and you have to be very active um uh, but it takes a long time now to get your own personal kit um okay zwift racing league was almost like a quick way to get your kit because you have to have um your kit to race with with the premier division so mm -hmm. that's how we got our, our kit we got it fairly quickly but it did take a long time because we won that division in december um of 2020 but we didn't get our kit officially until Took six months yeah. Yeah. wow a long time to get yeah. our kit so that goes to the developers and the developers have to develop that kit that then so, goes on your avatar. No, 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 no. We, we, um, we have a friend of ours, Tina, 
she has created many um, in-game kits from other Swift uh, teams. She uh, was very lovely and she created the, the, the kit for us. Um, and we just sent that to Swift and they have to give it to the creative designers and then put that in 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 game, which that's what, what takes time to oh, do. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's quite yeah, a fun process going through what would we like our kit to look like. It could, we were like, wow, oh, right. like anything, <laughs> right? So we're we Carla and I and Tina, we sat down and we we're like, okay, so we want this kind of image want these kind of colors and then tina went away came back with a few things we had a play didn't we and that yeah. was quite early on it was very early on that we did this um because we had our images for the launch and stuff so then she is she's a designer by that's her that's by trade um she came back with this amazing image um with all the colors and the codes that everybody can read and so swift are able to take that and put it onto our avatars Swift don't need to do designing or anything. They just mm -hmm. need to have a good right. image and all the colors and mm. codes, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, all the vector files and the color codes. But I still, stuff. I suppose they have to build <clears throat> it on their inside. I'm, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's part we don't understand. No. But so <clears throat> so then building the team. So by December, you have like twenty. Is that when Mona Lee came in? Or when did Mona No, Mona Lee came oh. um, later. She came later, we, much, much yeah, later. Yeah, we raced with Mona Lee on our previous team. Um, but Mona Lee was contracted to another team for that year. Oh, okay. So it was probably a year before Mona Lee came over to us. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's when I was wondering. So, but now the thing is about the back end of Swift because you have to create your profile, then your Swift power account. Like I remember talking to Carla and like, how many links do I have to look at before <laughs> to like manage and, and work with? And cause I was just like, which, which, which website am I looking at today or where do I register? So how did, was this all in creation before when you started or did a lot of these things kind of get developed as yeah. you were like, I guess the, like once it really started rolling, right? Like, I, yeah, I think uh, when you start on Swift, when, when I was six years ago, the only thing you need to have is Swift power which was managed yeah. by some other people, which that meant that any races that you would do in game, the results will be verified by Swift Power. So they make sure the people are in the right category. Um, if you have to um, bump somebody in the next category, you can do that. So that's the main sort of results. So at okay. that time, it was just that. Then the WTRL for Swift Racing League, this is new. This has been, when there was, uh, Jamie, remind me, is that Swift Racing League has been on for a year, so, right? Well, yeah, but they they used it for their time, their TTTs on Thursday. Yeah. So it's been going for a, a while, but the same with Swift Power, like a lot of people use Swift, but they don't use Swift Power, but they're not okay. serious. Like right. they're not into 
the leagues and and analyzing their data they're just on Zwift and and that's that's enough and for them and mm-hmm. that's fine but it's when you when you want to actually be on a team and you want to look at your data and verify it against actual verifiable data because sometimes you can be in a race and you're racing somebody who's doing like nine watts a kilo and you're like really I'm just gonna let, let him go yeah, but when you're looking Zwift power they're not there because it's it's a bit unrealistic really so it's a lot more like that sort of data verification like Carla said um and yeah sorry to cut you off but yeah the WTRL is becoming more mainstream because everybody's doing your TTTs and there's a racing league and they've got a duathlon league on there now so it's evolution yeah because that's where um yeah so the race league is and that's where we have to go to to sign up for Mm -hmm the team and just like a TT, you have to have a certain amount of people registered before you can, like you can't race with with three if you need like qualify, like you have to have four, like certain things. Like it was just like a huge learning curve. And um, so, yeah, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of where that, like only the time trial sits because then the other ones are more the points races that you still need a certain amount of girls racing together. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I think I got that at the end. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. I'm like, you... I'm here. Where is everybody? <laughs> no, it's, it's a group of six and you can have four. Yeah. You can't have three. If you have three, yeah, you have to it was only premiere that you can have three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the time trial. But for the points race, you can, you have to have a certain amount of girls racing as a, t- well, team members racing on the start line. Right? Yeah. There's six, the, six, and, and you, I think for the points race, to, the points races you for the points races in the team time trials you need six that's your team and for the team time trial you cannot race with three right is is you can't and i don't think you i don't think you can't race with three on the points races um i think, because I think it's the minimum, minimum of, yeah minimum of four maximum of four. six mm-hmm. and you want six to get maximize your points right right because i'm just like yeah I'm, okay I'm like, yeah, I'm here to race. That's why you always have to finish just in case uh, someone yes. has a glitch or or. That's something. right. It's isn't that shitty when there's a glitch? I've had a couple of races like that. <laughs> yeah. One of Definitely. them I didn't feel bad. I'm like, didn't I'm so happy this happened. <laughs> but I know it's like, Technology. but you can't control you can't control it, right? You're just like, oh, that person. you know it's like going by them and you're like oh too bad but so so tell me a little bit more about the growth of the team and your like your goals so now that like a season's technically over um i know there's there's still girls who are racing um what is the goal for for the club because i noticed that like sponsorship is coming in um things like that like is there money wrapped around it like can i ask that like not that i'm gonna but but it's it's an interesting thing because you have so many women and um 
like your organizational team. Okay. I think I just asked like about five questions, but <laughs> okay. Let's just start with them. Um, let's start with the, I guess the sponsorship. Cause I know it's like, is it happy goat? No, that's or not happy. Stolen, stolen goat. Stolen goat. No, happy yeah. goat is a coffee shop <laughs> chain down here in Canada. So stolen, <laughs> stolen goat. Yeah. So t- talk about, talk about that. Like, is there, is there uh like are our sponsors coming or are you looking or like the so, bobble hats that was cool love those got one of my my own i'm gonna get some for my team next year but good um so with the sponsorships essentially we we needed the year to establish ourselves get ourselves organized build our team get get into an even keel I suppose um mm-hmm. around Christmas time Carla how did it happen did we go to them I remember having the opening initial call with them um yes we did we built a we did of of our um team and uh as we have the kid by Stolen Girl we thought you know they should be the first person that we asked for a sponsorship um um and they um we just send the information we have some support from another um teammates um to build this up uh in how to approach um the owner of stolen gold um we have a meeting and they were very delighted to accept us as the sponsors uh, yeah. sponsored by them for a whole year um us, we were the first. We were the first um, custom-made uh, customers from their company. Uh, oh. We were the first ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry, Stolen Go Goat. They've been around. This is their tenth year. They've been around. They they started off with an idea. There's two guys at the very very beginning, I believe. Um, and they started off wanting this this mission and vision to build um, to create kit for people and their motto is uh, finding freedom so whatever your freedom might be in terms of like biking running getting out just basically being active essentially that's so that was they've spent the last several years sort of creating that brand and we initially reached out to have our kit made early early 21 i think it was it's quite early and it might have been before but i think it was and, end of 2020 it was quite early yeah we just um we were yeah like Carla said we were their first um custom design um and then since then they've done they've done quite a few I think yeah some of the other teams on Swift they have their own team on Swift as well they've got their own stolen goat race team um but I think it took we just we waited a little while before we actually started looking for sponsorship because one thing that we were quite keen on is we didn't want to we didn't have contracts we're not yet a company to accept money so that makes it a little bit more difficult if we were to actually get physical Mm -hmm. funds in and then the way of distributing it is is not particularly easy who do you who does it go to and how so you know we had these conversations about you know how are we feeling about this we want to make you know the whole idea was that we were creating a space equal for everybody and then if we're to get sponsorship in and you know they want airtime they want you know we don't want the money going directly to just a few in the team it needs to be equally 
accessible to everybody so that was one thing that we were quite um keen mm -hmm. to make sure happen now when we had so yeah like Carla said we had several we've always had help throughout this it's we had some great minds behind the scenes pulling together images putting together a, a powerpoint um we have a member of the team who's got sponsorship so is was able to you know give us a little extra insight as to how it we should be presenting ourselves. Um, and then together we went to Stolen Go and we had a conversation with them and it sort of explained, you know, we would like to work with them. We would like to um, be ambassadors. Um, what, you know, how could this look? Um, and then they came back and said, okay, well, we can offer you X, Y, and Z um, for the year. How does, you know, so that was kind of where we started. And having Stolen Go, we're also learning with them. Um, so we can then sort of see how it works for us mm -hmm. and for the team, um, what comments we're getting back from the team, and then start looking elsewhere in terms of what, you know, if we can get other sponsorships, what would that, what would people like that to look like? Right. So they're the ones who host the official kit, like the riding kit. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. Now, yeah, so that's another thing, right? Because each one of you have jobs, right? That you work during the day and it's like a full-time Aeonian job as well. Because I run a women's cycling club and it's like, there's always tons of stuff to do and people to answer and, and things like that. Um, is this something that is potential for like a full-time position or like to manage the team? I'm a full-time mom. So this well, is that's okay. a full-time job managing <laughs> 80 people and make sure- Yeah, I know. <laughs> make sure that the group rides <clears throat> ahead. Everybody has filled their rotation on the spreadsheet and what races they're coming in. So you need to post them and make sure that people know if they want to participate. If they're okay, I mean, I've sent an email asking if if people is okay, if they are feeling okay, if they need to yeah. talk, and you know, we're here for su supporting them. You know, this mm -hmm. is a family team, and we want to make sure that they are okay and happy. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of work. Uh, you know, the promotion, the graphics to put posts on social media. You yeah, do that too. Yeah, I do that too as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, those are great. So yeah. yeah, I spend half my time feeling bad for not helping as much. Um, but you know, Carla is definitely our keeps everything moving, keeps everything going and working. And and if Carla gets a job, we're gonna have to, <laughs> yeah, that's have to get to two more Carlas because um, supplement yeah. her income, her stay-at-home mom income somehow. Yeah, I mean, maybe in the future, that's something we need to start looking into to doing like a admin fee or something. I, um, you know, depends how things no, go. I think no, you say not. that, but you know, we, we're growing. So, we'll, mm -hmm. you know, these things we learn as we go along, don't we? Yeah, um, cause what I did is I took a percentage of, you know, the income that came in from the club. And yeah. that's, See, we don't, that's we don't just, have... just based on every year it's different we don't have admin fees um when there's money when we've won prizes we've tried to distribute it to oh that's right 
because we have we've been um very the team of one um they've had some good successes so there has been a little bit money and prize money in that so we've tried to distribute it to the people that contributed so like um um time spent on as a ds on those races mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing so we, we do we have tried to consider yeah yeah for sure oh um, yeah ds's forgot about that that is so helpful i learned like i had a mechanic i had a, a technical glitch whatever i couldn't race but i stayed on and i learned a lot just by listening to the DS, like manage the other girls. Cause I was able mm -hmm. to continue. I couldn't see anybody cause obviously my computer had frozen, mm -hmm. but I could still imagine what's going on. Cause I'm, you know, I've raced before and, you know, obviously you could. And so the envisionment of what she was putting out there and what the neat girls needed to do. And I was just like, wow. Okay. So I just learned, like, I learned a lot from that just to stick, like I stuck around and I cheered them on to finish, but also listening to the DS and that's directive spotsif for everybody in the audience. Who's like wondering what that is. That's the person who, who talks to the team from the team car. If you look, watch the tour de France, but this time we use discord and the DS is watching the race and the team players and giving us girls advice as to what to do um you know rotations for like time trial rotations um when to use the badges like those badges oh my god pa you mean power-ups so a power-ups badge <laughs> yeah the power-ups sorry so but you know the whatever the, yeah <laughs> those, those things um because at first it's like what are those and what do they do you know because like i didn't take time to read about them and when should you use them oh they disappear oh you need to use them in a certain time frame oh this is interesting <laughs> you know so i mean i could only imagine that for me coming in as a racer in the team being so needy in the first year <laughs> that next year i'll be much better and the year after i'll be even even better and it's it's like a cycle of learn of racing outside. You know, you need the four years to to get yourself to a level where, you know, you are racing at an A level. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you you um, obviously you are a new Swifter, so yeah, we all we all being where you where you were, and it's nice that you're in a place that you can get the correct advice and support, so you. You know get to use the device um mm -hmm. as, as possible but yeah it's yeah you need mm -hmm. yeah it's a lot i mean as well when i discovered the power i was where like what's this yeah what do i use this for uh you but you learn you learn you learn and I you learn have... like what go ahead jamie so i was gonna say i still during a race i'm kind of like when when <laughs> yeah i know when's I the right time to use it Exactly. I, I really, really value the DS and, and, and everything that they, they just keep you calm and keep, because when you're, you're racing and someone goes off the front, it's really nice having someone, okay, wait, just study. They've gone too early. It's, it's you know, they keep the, keep your composure for you. And, and, um, and I often I'll ask, I'm like, how long does this one last? Like I've got an hero. Yeah. What do I, when, when shall I drop it? And, yeah. Yeah. 
I know. And like dropping it at the right time. Like it's like your whole setup, not to mention racing, but your whole setup in front of your face, like your computer, <laughs> your this, your like your phone. It's honestly, it takes a while to get that all coordinated. Forget about <laughs> the racing. It's like, how many devices do I need in front of me to like properly coordinate myself and be able to like activate these things? without yep. you know missing a beat i'm like whoa and then you know, take my I... hands off the handlebars you know yeah it's definitely a calculated choices that you have to make and um racing when you do the premiere racing it adds a whole another level of stress with the you have to have the video camera and doing the recording and yeah i know i told my Ali, i said that is super cool i want to do that I want to be on video. I know I have to be good enough to be there, but I'm like, I can aspire to be there. Absolutely. I will get there. I'm not going to race outside like I used to race. I might as well do it inside. And, uh, but it, it, it really is different from just showing up to like a Tuesday night crit, you know? Yeah. Um, it's more, it's more, um, it's student, it's more stressful. Um, you need to make sure that you have a way in video two hours before the race. Oh, yes. To record that, you need to record that, uh, showing the date and the time. Uh, you need to send your height as well, height video. Uh, and then you need to make sure that your uh, Zoom call with Swift, so for the images of you racing, are correct. Um, and then you need to make sure that you are dual recording for your power meter um, and send that uh, up to two hours after the race. Um, what? Really? Yeah. Yes, because obviously <clears throat> on that level, they need to make sure that the effort that you are putting out mm -hmm. is, a, is is transparent oh, and it's right. real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then it needs to be, um, oh, and you need to be uh, verified by uh, Zada, oh, no. which is the um, is the, the people that um, checks all the. Uh, all your equipment, um, you need to send pictures, I have to send pictures of your equipment, um, firmware, um, serial numbers from your power meter, your trainer, your Garmin, uh, then you need to do a SATA test, which is, you do it on Swift, um, it's like probably an hour and a half. Um, oh, so wow. they, want, they, want, they want to see your numbers from your sprint, 15 second sprint, one minute power, five minute power, and 20 minute power. <laughs> and, and the same thing that you do indoors, you need to provide um, files with those sort of um, uh, not, um, power data from a um, location that is at least 5% incline for the, at least for the five and 20 minutes. And then you have the 15 in one minute that you need to send that as well. So it's a lot of, of, files and it's a lot of verification uh, wow it's a lot of admin <laughs> i think i'll just make, make it, me yeah <laughs> make it as legit as they possibly can um it's like how do you do that when everybody's like everywhere and uh i guess like i'll uh, i'll wait till like year three we'll move into 
<laughs> when I like can finally get myself organized. But you, uh, you, got, you got me. You got me. And I'm yeah, like, I know I got I'm, you, but I'm just like, I oh, Carla today. must hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you should really assign somebody to me. <laughs> just like hold my hand i mean i never thought i would be somebody like that but i'm just like this is so new and um but it was so exciting like you know does it to just be part of that uh environment with all these other ladies and i'm like oh i'm racing with you and like you and this is you know so cool it's not you know instead of like sitting on an actual start line you know it uh but uh yeah I learned a lot. I learned a lot. And I'm I'm looking forward to like next year, you know, just taking it up a level and doing a lot of stuff this summer that'll help in that respect. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what else can I ask you girls? What else can you share? What else can <laughs> I ask? I mean, like we've talked a lot and I hope our listeners have gotten a lot of information because like, when you join like an actual team no here's a question are like so there's a lot of teams out there are they as like i guess everybody has to do the same thing to be in those race leagues like you know like like i'm kind of trying to think of some of the i know there's like a local one here um Oh, I think God. as long as you have as as long as you have a team registered on Swift Power and you right. have your riders registered on Swift Power, you can join any any race. And I Anything. I think where you're going with that might be I don't think you'd find a team that's as structured. Yeah, um, maybe that's as, what I'm saying. As us. Um there are lots of teams that you can jump in and do, and they obviously have their own management and they, they work very hard and and um have their own ways of working but I, I don't think you would find a team which has the same sort of here's our ethos and here, please apply and we need you to tell us up front before you even begin what your equipment is and are you prepared to wear a heart rate monitor and uh -huh. the, the know. you know the, <laughs> that kind of stuff I had basic stuff when I started like I went like, for a, a trainer yeah we don't want to make it an elitist thing where you have to have great like a, the best trainer or anything it's just making sure that the data is we want to put the team out as fair and transparent and we're you know racing fairly and equally with other people there might be other people who have like a dumb trainer and are not as legit power pedals that was me power pedals are great <laughs> power pedals <laughs> but i had a dumb trainer and oh my god you know, and I get it because really you should just say if you want the best experience with, you know, just being true power, you should make the leap and, and purchase like I think a trainer, can, like a real a, trainer. Worth yeah. the investment if you can, but you know, it, it is, it's just, we just want it to be fair. And unfortunately that does mean that some people can't actually join mm. if they've not got the power and they want to race at that level because we want to make sure that everybody is racing fairly um so we do probably have a lot more structure around that than mm -hmm. than I, i'd say the average but um well yeah, yeah you have to have certain things to race period you know 
if you want if you want any kind of data or like finishing properly like uh like you know a, a proper finish but uh yeah so i started with the bare bones like i had the power pedals then the trainer then i'm like okay if i want to get serious it's like making the investment at the good bike yeah right you i get did the, the same trainer. my friend had a trainer and i literally would drive to her house pick it up <laughs> take it to the house do an evening workout race then drive it back oh my god I, didn't want, I, I lived in Bermuda so it was only 10 minutes but oh. I didn't know if I could firstly I was like am I actually going to do this well am I going to I don't want it to be one of those things where you buy it and it sits like I have I have rollers um yeah, I bought them I those too. and I think I've used them twice <laughs> so like I just didn't want it to be one of those investments where, where you where you're all for it or you use it for a week or a month and then it's mm -hmm. so I did that for several months to begin with and it was just a dumb trainer and then I was like okay and you know I'm starting to work with power and with my coach so I had the pedals so then I was working with power and just evolved over time saved up for a little while and did it that mm -hmm. way oh here's a question do you do a lot of the girls have coaches? I've been, I was thinking about that, like a coach to proper, to properly train for like a swift goal, like a race goal. Carla? I'm not sure girls... if they have, I'm not sure if they, they have a coach for swift, but they, the, the majority do have coaches for their in real life season. Probably right. like. 60 yeah. 70 percent potentially yeah. really eh? i'm yeah. having a break from having a coach um <laughs> like i just don't want to train as much anymore <laughs> it's not going so well but um you're looking for somebody new uh maybe need to start looking for someone new but um because i couldn't do as much swifting because it, it didn't i was losing the enjoyment i'm just i was just i've mm. decided to take a break but it, right. yeah i need i i am one of those people where i need someone to say okay this week you're doing this but there's a lot of coach kind of chat i think like carla said there are quite a few people that do have coaches but it is more for external you know longer you know when they're doing races real life and then it just yeah. sort of try and try and work the swift into it rather than it being for swift uh-huh so you but you did uh, so jamie you did and carla did you do the swift academy as part of I've, like getting ready or getting into it to start no i did it for fun just yeah one, just one year because then i just couldn't do it again <laughs> it uh, is it that long it. no it's because they it's, they start too early in this in the um autumn and oh. I think it was September or August. So, and I'm, I, I don't tend to be in Swift. At that right. Because it's still, you still can enjoy being outside and mm -hmm. you still go the evenings until, you know, 7.38 around that time. So yeah, no, I wasn't able to go to do the whole of the sessions in like two, three weeks. Um, there was left when right. I returned. So I thought, oh, no, no, no. But this is very good. I, I will recommend that to you if you want to do it. Um, I think it, it tends to be around August or September. And then you get um, this training, um, with these workouts that you need to um, to, to do. Mm -hmm. I think you've got 10 good. and group rides and races as well. 
But you do have access to previous years if you wanted to just mm. have yeah. a look or, or have something structured. You can go right. through the previous years. Um, they're there. Yeah, I'm thinking like you, August, September. September is a big race month or like event, like of events and stuff outside. And it's kind of like not everybody, you know, everybody kind of migrates in in October. Like, okay, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We signed up for a Swift. So yeah. 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 So I was thinking about that because like I haven't tried. Um, I think I tried one of their six weeks programs and I'm like, okay, I just can't follow this. Like I just want to jump on my trainer when I have time and, and do certain things like mm -hmm. you know, when I have the time and and uh having that kind of structure was kind of like I just can't fit that in or <laughs> maybe i just like no and i'll do my workouts like strength training but the other stuff yeah yeah i mean for example i don't like workouts i just dislike them with my heart and soul <laughs> it's done i'm 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 a free i'm a free person i like to for me is i like group rides and i like i love races i love races so for yeah. me, group rides, if I need to do endurance, then I, I just pick the ones that I know they're very chatty and I like the conversation and I like the interaction and I just jump in and, and do my spinning. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll see me doing three or four races a week because I love them. Oh Especially my. the ones that are short. Oh, I love them. Oh, they're short. Like, yes. Yeah. I love the short ones. Oh, under 20K? Okay, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like... No, no, nothing like 50K. No, God. Yeah. Even the but 35, not... I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, I know it's no, like it's the team much. stuff, but oh, uh... it depends, depends the, the route as well, because there are some nice, you know, routes that you can play some tactics as well. And I think that's, that's the fun thing about racing on Swift. You can apply some of your tactics and make it more enjoyable and more, you know, um, more spicy, like I call it. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause you like, okay, in this race, I'm going to try this. And I'm not going to care about my placement, right? I'm just going to go out and, and try some tactics. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, yeah, that is kind of fun. But yeah, so, fun. yeah, well, I think, I think I've got all my answers, question, my questions answered. Um, I just want to thank you ladies again and thank our audience for um, tuning in and catching this episode because I think there just be there's more conversation that needs to be happen happening around this uh, women in Swift. Um, just watching some of our teammates like race, that it was it's like the most epic thing. It's, it's you're just like, oh my god, and and uh, you know so um, just being part of this, I'm I'm super grateful and I'm glad that I'm part of this team because I do like. The organization and the structure myself. Uh, I appreciate it a lot, um, even though I'm very, like I said, very needy in the first year. <laughs> um, hopefully, I could be one of those helpers for the next uh, new woman coming in <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and be able to direct her. Um, but uh, yeah, I really thank you. Thank you so much for, for jumping in here and making this happen. I really appreciate you especially being in the uk it's like what 8 p.m um, quarter past 8, 8 yeah yeah um so well thank you everybody and so 
Um, where can people follow Aeonian? Uh, they can follow us on Instagram if they go yeah. at AORT. Um, and they can go to Facebook and they can type Aeonian Social and they can find us there. Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie Lee and Carla. I really appreciate Pleasure. it. And, and everybody, don't forget to um, follow the podcast on Instagram as well at Seekers from the Saddle podcast and sign up for our uh, cycling newsletter so you don't miss an episode and lots of cycling tips. So with that, thank you very much and have a great evening. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, everyone. I hope you absolutely enjoyed that episode with Carla and JB Lee wrapped around Swift and the Women's Race League. Um, if you're in the Swift world, you might be able, you know, you understand it. But if you're in the racing, like true racing Swift world, it's just absolutely mind boggling the amount of work that goes into the team and so i was really super appreciated that they found the time for me um being on the team getting to know me and uh being on the podcast with me so i hope you enjoyed that episode and ladies if you know if you're looking to get serious about uh, being on a um, well-organized race team i highly recommend that you reach out to carla at Aeonian and she'll put you through the process of coming on board. Um, but like I said, I think they're keeping it small, but you never know, people leave, people come. So with that, have an amazing day and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share and please follow on Instagram. Take care guys. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.